Welcome to Wake Up with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, your source for helpful information, advice, and tips to live your life in a mindful way in this increasingly chaotic world. For over four decades, Dr. Douglas has been teaching people how to develop their intuition and live their lives in a conscious way. His news and views of the world tomorrow today are always informative and revealing. To learn more about Dr. Douglas, be sure to visit his website, douglasjamescottrell.com, where you can download self-help exercises you can do right in the comfort of your own home. And now here's your host, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Welcome, everyone. This is Douglas James Cottrell speaking, and you're in wake-up land. Here we are with my good friend, Les Hubert, uh, where this broadcast is, uh, is devoted towards uh, helping you wake up and find the inner truth to the inner self and the power within. We're going to talk a little more about communication with the higher self right after a short break. Oh. oh, what's up? I'm just not sure what to do with my health issues. And I keep having this recurring scary dream. What's that about? And I I just don't know if my instincts are right about my business ideas or, or anything right now. Maybe it's all past life issues. Have you thought about a phone consultation with Dr. Cottrell? A 45-minute chat should help you out. It's not a deep trance meditation, and you'll find it's just as helpful. Plus, with COVID going on, they're discounted from $375 to just $275, $100 off. Great idea. I love talking to him, like chatting with a long lost friend. He's like tapped into a ton of wisdom, loads of spiritual insight, and he's on point. Oh. Now what? I can't find his number. Seriously? In this day and age? Ready? Mm-hmm. 519-471-1110. Call from anywhere in the country. If you need more info, I found his website too. It's douglasjamescottrellstore.com. Welcome back. This is uh, Douglas James Cottrell speaking. Welcome to the show, Les. How are you tonight? Oh, thank you for having me back, Doug. Uh, one day at a time is my motto. That's what I've lived by for years, and it seems to work. Well, in this time, uh, in this age, the Mayan calendar has uh, come true. We're in a new age. The world has changed suddenly, not in one day, but in one year, uh, just, uh, just 12, 14, even 16 months ago, we lived in a different world. And now here we are, masking up every day. We're getting adjusted and climatized to it. The kids are learning at home. People are fleeing the cities and moving to the country or smaller cities outside of the big ones, at least in Toronto where uh, I grew up. And people are finding that working at home isn't such a bad deal. Thank God to the internet and Wi-Fi and whatever happens if the internet goes out, oh my gosh. But that's a question for another another show. The point being is that people are out there now adjusting to this testing time or teaching time uh, that Edgar Casey referred to it. Edgar Casey was a great seer in the 1940s, for those who may not know. And my mentor, Ross Peterson, back in the uh, early to mid-70s, 1970s, was talking about this as a time of chaos. I've made predictions of this over the last 40 years myself, especially in Europe where I've been extensively, as well as across the USA. And here we are, 
in this time. And I think that's your motto suits one day at a time, because for the last four years, the last administration, it's just been on edge. Nobody knew where anything was going to go. There was no plan. There was no consistency. But the idea is that this teaching time, testing time, time of chaos was predicted. And it has been predicted by several people, including the great Nostradamus. We're in this time, this time where the world is adjusting. It's the karma of the world, karma of all the people on the planet, but also it's a time as the Mayans have predicted in the long count on the Mayan calendar, that a new age is here. The old one is over. It is not going to be the same. And I know there are people listening to me and say, no, you're crazy. What have you been smoking? You know, what's going on here? And my response is, look around and see what's going on. The greatest gift anyone can have is the gift of prophecy, says in scripture. Book of Corinthians for those people that are, are curious, plus other religious doctrines have this idea that you can develop yourself intuitively or spiritually. Edgar Casey was once asked, you know, how do you get to be a, an intuitive person, a, a, a spiritual person, and learn the spiritual gifts? His answer was simple, just be a good person. So part of your thinking, part of your, your life, part of how you see life and perceive it has a lot to do with your opening up, breaking the seals that's recounted as to what being closed in or sheltered in boxed in, if you will. So here, wake up on this show, we're addressing how you can come out of the darkness, wake up and see the light. So tonight, uh, we're going to be talking about communication with the higher self. Uh, Doug, what is our higher self? And how do we go about communicating with it? And also, should we? Well, the first thing is this, for those people who are listening to the podcast, wake up, do you believe you have a soul? If the answer is no, okay, then listen in, but don't worry about it. Maybe you'll find something better on TikTok. But if you believe you have a soul, then listen up. The soul is the essence of who or what you are. It's a consciousness. Some people call that a super consciousness, a universal mind that we're connected with a soul consciousness, the higher self. Whatever, whatever name or term you put on it is not really important. And there are many that throughout all the world and all the world's scholars, they have addressed this and come to this state of mind. It's a superior state of mind, shamanti mind, if you will, universal mind, the inner self. Doesn't matter what the term is. The idea is if you believe you have a soul, then you see that you're a combination of a physical self and a spiritual self, the soul. And in between, there is a mind. The mind is who you perceive yourself to be. That's the consciousness. And as you awaken that consciousness, you become aware that the human consciousness is, is not simply intelligence. The intuition is the human consciousness. It's the fulfillment of who you are, being in communications with that high self, 
that is in communication with other high selves or other souls, which is in communication with the greater consciousness that we would simply attribute as the universal mind or God Almighty. We're not going to get deep into the terminology or attempting to dissect that particular aspect of realms and the, and, the, and the dimensions above, the heavens above, if you will. But we're looking at how do we get a hold of that, that part of us that we call the soul? How do we communicate with it? Does it communicate with us? How do we know it, it's real? These are where the intuitive abilities come in. When you dream, you're in communication with that high self. Dreams are really a multiple, multiple way of communicating with the other side of yourself, the intuitive side, the spiritual side. If you look at us in the physical world, we're pretty much finite. We have limitations. So it's difficult for a finite mind to comprehend an infinite mind such as the high self or soul mind, which lives for an eternity. It was created in the beginning and it will be in existence until the end. And the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega, belong to God or that universal consciousness, that creator or creative force that we call God by a myriad of names. Again, it doesn't matter about the terminology. So the communication with the high self is through meditation, through dreams, contemplation, realization, waking up to understanding that you're more than just flesh and blood and an intellect. And as you look around and you see what's going on in your life, when you have a hunch and you're right, when you have a feeling that something's about to happen and then it does, or you just know something's about to happen and then it does, or perhaps you've had a dream a day or two or a month ago about something and then it happens, all of these abilities are forward-looking, forward-looking through time because they haven't happened yet. How did you know that? Did you take calculus or mathematics at school? Are you a, an architect or are you an engineer? Are you some genius that you can figure out things ahead of time in a detective sort of way? How could you do that? How could you see something, perceive something in the future that's going to happen? I know people would say, yeah, but you know, coincidences sometimes. I'll say, yeah, okay, once in a while. But when you can repetitively do this, when you can train yourself to perceive, wake up, you're getting in touch with the soul consciousness. That part of you that back in the days of Jimmy the Cricket, that consciousness that we have, that ability to decide to do good or not to do good, that part of us that knows better. And if we listen to that, we usually do better. Well, where'd that come from? Where was that consciousness? Where was that conscience that told us, you know, this was good, that was not good? If we pay attention to this, these thoughts, these feelings, 
these abilities to perceive beyond our intellectual mind, it's only logical that one would say, there's got to be something to this. Where did that come from? And then from that moment, you're in the wake up. You're perceiving something beyond your conscious self, beyond yourself, beyond time and beyond space. And that puts you on the road to communicating with the high self in the traditional ways, prayer, dreams, meditation, all the other aspects that train yourself to get in touch with that teeny tiny little self inside that many people call it the still small voice. And when you perceive something, when you hear something, when you're given something that's beyond your conscious level in the moment, that's outside help, isn't it? Well, maybe that outside help is coming from guardian angels, uh, deceased relatives who are in the ethers uh, shouting back at you, look out or do this or be nice or whatever. But maybe that's the high self, an older self, a parent, so to speak, a mom or a dad. If you're a man, it would be your father. If, it was your, if you're a woman, it would be your mother, a higher self than what you are. Getting in touch with that part of you, that essence of you, is getting in touch with the soul. And you know what's happening with the soul? The soul is waking up. It's been described to me that the soul is like a slumbering giant. And while we go through our life, and while we're caught up in our petty uh, differences and, and uh, finite aspects of life, the soul is asleep. But when we contact the soul and we say, help, I want to know more, I want to be closer, I want to expand my consciousness into the greater consciousness, the soul wakes up. It's no longer slumbering and it begins to feed you information, experiences, occurrences, and you get to ascend to the higher levels of consciousness. If not, to the higher dimensions themselves. All right, hold that thought, Doug, and we'll be right back after this message. Why why'd we stop? I've been driving for six hours. Your turn behind the wheel. Now? But I'm at the part in the New Earth book where Dr. Cottrell explains all the changes. Weren't you just reading his Secrets of Life book? <sighs> I was done with that one hours ago. Are all those books in the back seat from Dr. Cottrell? Yeah, with his closing out sale going on, it was the perfect opportunity to stock up on reading material for our trip. All his books, 50% off at DouglasJamesCottrellStore.com. He's retiring, so it's last chance or no chance. Did you get his new age health guide too? Yep. Right here. Good. My turn to read. And we're back with Doug and Les. Doug, uh, some time ago, I remember uh, there was uh, an article I read about this person who was doing a meditation about the higher self, and he was instructed to place himself in a room uh, and wait for the higher self to enter. Uh, this particular person would come in the form of somebody wiser and older, as you had mentioned before. 
what can we garner from the higher? Can we ask it specific questions? Can we get specific guidance from the higher self? Well, in that situation, I'm not familiar with, but uh, certainly that goes with spiritual stories about people going off into the desert for 40 days, isolating themselves up on a, mile, a mountain somewhere or in a cave somewhere. Um, certainly when you're walking on the beach and you forget where you were and you wonder how you got to where you are because you have no recollection of that time that you walked down the beach almost a half a mile. That's called the ever-present moment in my terminology or my designation for that lapse of time. You know, you know many people have done that. They've walked around there. How did I get here? They don't have no recollection of, of the journey they just took walking and sometimes driving a vehicle as well, or even in an airplane. That lapse of time where you've gotten from one place to another and you have no recollection of time passing. Again, I call it the ever-present moment. When you go to these secluded places or areas and you're contemplating, you're meditating, you're looking within, are you not? You're not looking out, you're not looking at birds in the air, crickets in the field, rabbits running by, you're not concentrating on your breathing or your surroundings. You're not hot, you're not cold. You're looking beyond yourself. And so that's the first step is to look beyond yourself. But reality is you're looking within yourself. Most spiritual teachers of any account or of common wisdom or knowledge that I've come in contact with, and perhaps my listeners, you're, you would agree, that when you get to a advanced soul, an enlightened soul, a, a person who is a teacher or an example, they'll tell you that the, the search for God is within. It's not some place on an island, on a mountaintop, on a pyramid, or in some cave deep in the ground. It's within yourself. So if you look at it this way, here you are as a physical being with a soul inside you that's waiting to cooperate with you so that you can have the greatest experience as a sentient being, a physical person having a spiritual experience, a high spiritual experience, an enlightening one, then it's within. So these ideas that you can go somewhere and, and wait for a wise spiritual consciousness to come to you is perfectly legitimate because that consciousness is you. That high self has lived thousands of lifetimes, has been in many dimensions, has gone through the universe because it was created in the beginning, as it says in scripture, it says in teachings, all souls were created in the beginning. And so since the beginning of time, there's been this education, this process that has brought you to where you are here in the world, in this body, in this life, right now. Neither greater nor lesser, it's gotten you here. And you're 
experiencing what you're experiencing now because it's exactly the right thing for you to experience, including asking the question, how do I get in touch with my higher self or soul mind? That's the right question. And so as you begin to, let's say, decide that there is a high self, you want proof. I have a motto, and that is simply that faith is built upon belief, and belief is built upon evidence. So naturally, as an intelligent, searching, seeker person, you need evidence that you're on the right track. And that's where the intuition comes in. That's when the knowledge and the wisdom is given to you. That's when you get the answer to the question before you've even voiced or asked the question. Because the high self knows not only what the answer is to give you, it knows the question even before you do. So you're always lagging behind a little bit. You know, this. there's this masterful consciousness that's in front of you all the time. You're just playing catch up. Not to complicate the, the thought, but understand that there is that consciousness that's there. You're attempting to come in contact with it, open it up, utilize it. For what purpose, might I ask? Well, you want answers to your questions. You want your life to be better. You want someone to help you when you're in great distress. You want to know what's going to happen to you after you physically die. You want to know is indeed, is there more to this world that we live in? Is there indeed heaven? And is there a spiritual life after the physical one passes away? Or is that it? This is it. This is all I have. You need answers to that, that you can believe. And the only way you can believe is if you have evidence. So when you recall a previous existence, or you ask yourself, you know, I'm really handy with tools. I've never taken any classes, but I know all about tools. Where did that come from? We see often child protégés in which they're able to operate instruments or do amazing things. Well, my belief is it's a holdover from what they learned in a previous time, and they're just remembering it. They're trained, and of course, they remember their training. That's evidence for possibility of the soul having a previous existence. As you expand on that, you're looking for two things, to have peace within, the confidence that your life actually matters, that you're somebody who's experiencing something and that there's a reason for you experiencing this thing called life. In other words, you have a purpose. The generic answer to that question is what's the meaning of life is to experience physical life in all its different forms. Because once you leave this life, you're done. You can't experience the physical life until you come back again. So you should be thirsty for life, full of enthusiasm, saying, oh my God, let me experience as much life as I can. And we all know that life is a school of hard, hard knocks. It's difficult. It has its pleasures, has its trials, and it has its rewards. So one day at a time, did I have a good day today? Did I accomplish something? What is the best thing you could do every day? 
to be of service to others is the answer. Make the world a better place. Help somebody else in their life, not to the subjugation or abandonment of your own life, but that you should be in harmony with that. To be of service is to be of the greatest spiritual consciousness because that's what the higher selves, the angels and the higher developed beings, they're all up there looking down at us and saying, oh, here we go again. I hope they get it right this time. <laughs> they're so patient with us. And eventually, as we keep making mistakes, we do get it right, do we not? So to be in contact with the higher self, you need evidence or proof. Usually when you have great distress, when you're all alone and you're feeling miserable, you're sick, perhaps you're in danger, perhaps you're a soldier in a foxhole somewhere, and you feel that quiet calmness come over you and a feeling of unconditional love and peace comes into you. Wake up that you getting in touch with angelic beings, higher spiritual consciousness beings, or your high self. Now, you don't have to go through extreme trauma like that, but every day when you have a feeling or an urge to do something, when you have a thought to invent something, when you have a problem and a solution pops into your head, and that's the evidence that starts you on that trail of understanding that no matter what comes at you, it's, got, it's not going to be any greater a challenge than what you can handle. And every time there's a problem coming at you, a challenge someone might say, it's an opportunity because right behind it will be the solution. Being aware of that is being in touch with your high self. Well, thank you, Doug. You know, wrapping it up, I, uh, it comes to mind a, a comment somebody once made to me who was, a, who was a professional life coach. And he said, you know, don't be afraid to jump into the ocean of life and live life to the fullest. And my thinking is just make sure the tide is in. <laughs> <laughs> or that well, you have a life preserver. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thank you, Doug, for your time and your wisdom. Uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, uh, please consider giving us four or five star rating and don't miss out on, and subscribe today. And please let all your friends know about The Wake Up. Thank you very much for listening to Wake Up. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. And we'd greatly appreciate your review of our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to let others know about the great content we're producing. For more about Dr. Douglas's self-development classes, books, and other related products, please visit his website, douglasjamescartrell.com. Until next time, we wish you all of God's blessings, health, wealth, and peace of mind.